from the quarantined Five Stripes Room in Stone Mountain, Georgia. It is the Five Takes Podcast. We're back, baby. Hey, everybody. We and, didn't leave you. <laughs> and we're not leaving. Never. We're never leaving the house again. I am joined, as always, by my socially distant friend in Stripes, Kristen Clark. You know, ironically, I'm not actually six feet from your face right now because I'm <laughs> on my computer. No, and I'm digitally, you're you. about 18 inches, but I, I feel right. like we're, we're probably within CDC recommendations. Yeah, could you back up, please? You're, you're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my word. Uh... So it's been it has been officially a week since I, I guess since this whole thing really began. And uh, well, sorry. That's not really accurate. I mean, it's been a week since we've all been sent home from our respective jobs and has been soccerless. <laughs> we don't know what to do. Kristen, we've we've got we've got no sports. We've got no okay. jobs. We've got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> Everybody, calm down. What do what do we do? Um, first of all, how are you? I mean, you're you're quarantined with your family. You, this is not downtime for you. You've you've got two kids. <laughs> no, I no, mean, is, you're I slammed. Like, I feel like this is a harder job uh, than normal. This is harder than actually going to work every day. Um, I, I'm getting a <laughs> I'm getting a fully different perspective on what it is uh, that my wife does on a daily basis. That's for sure. Except <laughs> in this circumstance, at least we have each other to rely on. But I am definitely getting an inside view of what it means to watch after my two crazy kids. Hi. Yeah. Oh, let's have two toddlers at the same time. It'll be fun. So when, when was the last, what was the last pod that we did? Well, that was, I think uh, that was after the the Cincinnati after, game. We didn't win. It was after the yeah, it was after the home win in the yeah. car in, at the Marta Station. Yeah. Um, we decided ultimately not to do a podcast after the game against Club America, which I think was probably wise. Yeah, it was really late, and uh, I'll be honest with you, um, my head was not in it at that point. Um, yeah, it that was, was a tough one. It was starting to become real, real yeah. fast, like. Yeah, this this was going to happen and uh, that we weren't going to be we weren't going to be playing anymore. Um, yeah, we, we all knew whether we were saying it out loud or not, that that was even potentially the last game of the season. I know that when I went to the, the to the FC Cincinnati game, I figured that that might be the only game that I attend. You know, until this whole thing completely blows over, because I, I was even a little bit like you know on edge going to that game you know if things hadn't really completely broken out as much as they even have now and that was two weeks ago so uh, it was just a weird a weird air but i do kind of feel like we got cheated after uh, you know out of being able to play our home game you know against club america you know who knows what would have happened they could have called this thing before that match that we had <laughs> our away leg that would have been helpful <laughs> I, know. I know it's like hey guys come on Calls it like you know Tuesday night at twelve o'clock. Maybe somebody already had it. Maybe that's why we lost. Who knows? Yeah, before we have a mountain to climb, whenever we're gonna climb that mountain, um, the the world has completely changed in a 
week and a half in a week not, and a half's time um, and that's not an exaggeration that is not an exaggeration the no. world has changed it is we are lesser in population in this world and it is not it is not a joke it is a scary thing that is going on and it's legitimate it's real yeah um i feel like i feel like someone mentioned this on the last pod that joseph uh might not be missing much call me an alarmist but yeah. uh uh, you know, okay, so we didn't know that's the, that's the really funny thing. We did the podcast and then we didn't know how bad it was going to be, and then it turned out to be really bad. And then I was like, Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quote, uh, I'm gonna quote Mr. Jeff Goldblum here. What do you think? It's a burden, people think yeah. being right all the time is easy. It's yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, it's... I, I mean, uh, you know, hey. I, I didn't. I, I saw this kind of coming a, a few weeks ago. I did not. I did not see this coming back in December or January or even when the, when it started. You know, I don't think the term social distancing and COVID nineteen was even in the vernacular. No, um, no, nobody. It was. It was just the coronavirus, and it was. And it was a different thing because it was over there wherever it was it wasn't here it yeah. wasn't not even just that it wasn't in the u.s but it certainly wasn't in atlanta you know and it wasn't it wasn't uh dominating everybody's lives it was just it was over there it, you know and now it's not it's it's just so surreal it's it kind of feels similar uh to how it felt with 9-11 well that's that's what i've been had been saying all week is that our generation hasn't experienced anything like this literally ever but the closest thing that comes to it is 9-11. Now, to be fair, I, I don't think any generation, in, unless you were chilling around the time of the Spanish flu in 1917, yeah. I don't think anyone's seen this on a global scale. I mean, I use the 9-11 comparison because uh -huh. it's kind of like during that period, I just remember not really knowing what to do, not knowing how to feel and just walking down the street and, and you, you see somebody and you know what's on their mind. You know yeah, what's yeah, on their mind, and yeah, you, you just you, didn't you know how to behave. Yeah, you lock eyes with eyes with someone, and it's just kind of like you know, it's almost like you're you're having that. Just are you doing okay? You know, how, how are you feeling? You know, you know, or stay strong, stay strong, bro, stay strong, sis. You know, you're just kind of like it's. And, and then, I would hope and that now, everybody would be together. Now with this thing, we like can't be together to like commiserate. Yeah. Um, we got to stay apart, and. It's just, it's just so sur it's, it's, surreal. It's, 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 I, I have these strange yeah. moments every day. I, I had one the other day when uh, I had my last couple days on this on this Netflix show that I've been working mm -hmm. on, and I had a moment when I got into the car, about to take off, yeah, and I just put on, I just put on a podcast. I did not put on Google Maps. I didn't need to. There was no traffic. If you if you live yeah. in Atlanta, you know, you put on Google Maps every day, even if you know where you're going, right. because there's bound to be traffic. There's bound to be an accident. And it, it, it kind of hit me as like, wow, I, I don't have to do that right now because I'm yeah. like one of the last ones working. There is no traffic. I, I yeah. got past Midtown from Stone Mountain in 20 minutes. Yeah. My wife drove from here to Marietta in I think 25 minutes, like literally from East Atlanta down in EAV to Marietta, past Marietta. If you're if you're familiar with it, it was near the Roswell Mill in about twenty five minutes. 
And I mean, that's going a normal everyday 75 miles an hour. You know, that wasn't even, she wasn't flying. I it's did like, not oh, slow down. This is what it means like. This is what it. This is what it means to actually like travel to drive the traffic. Like that's crazy. I went it's around. Like, it's like Christmas Day. I went around Grady Curve. Did not hit yeah. my brakes once. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that. No. Any day, any time. Yeah, I think that the only time I've ever seen I twenty as barren as I saw it Thursday, I want to say, was during snowpocalypse. And the only reason it was uh, barren yeah. is because it looked like a wasteland of white. And it was because all the roads were blocked. You couldn't get, you couldn't drive on it because you couldn't get to it. This, it it's, anyways, there's so much about it is just completely surreal. Yeah, it's, um, it's going to change every facet uh, of life. Uh, th- we will get through this thing. Um, there will be some return to some sense of, of normalcy. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll this is going to change things on a permanent basis, kind of like yeah. 9-11 changed some things on a permanent right. basis. Got to take your shoes off when you go to get on a plane now. Like right. there's going to be some things that are different. And I hope I hope different for the better. Right. Um, I'm looking for silver linings anywhere I can get them. Yeah. Um, maybe one of them is that this this thing, no one is spared. Th- this is going to affect it's true. It's everyone. Human, it, 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 it's it not sexist. It's mm-hmm. not partisan. Mm-hmm. It doesn't care who you are. Money, no money. This right. is global and everyone is in this. That's right. So maybe I mean, it has that of... kind of unifying mm-hmm. aspect to it. Uh, I hope right. anyhow. I hope Except, this shows you know, some I, better I, I parts of humanity. Well, you say that and yet you have... I am not going to call anybody out, but you have people online because of the anonymity you have people online who are um they're using the this experience as um i don't want to say they're using it as a platform because it's not like they're trying to get any one of their ideals across but people i feel and this is just my opinion i feel that people that are that are calling it the Chinese flu or the Chinese virus. Um, it's given them a platform to, um, to, to, to exude their prejudice and it's horrible. Um, now if you're using it as a, as a, as a geographical term as to where the, this originated, then sure. That I completely understand, but you know, it's not helpful. I hear you. No. Geographically, absolutely. you want to get on technicality? Yeah, it's from China. But to start labeling it that, like, how does that yeah. serve the greater good here? How does it, I'm sorry, but it's it's crisis time. It's all hands on deck. Put the pettiness aside. Yeah. China's going to have some, Lucy, you got some explaining to do. Yeah. They're going to have some explaining to do, mm-hmm. for sure. There will be a postmortem on, on all of this, on how every country has handled this. Mm-hmm. Um, now's not the time, not when you're in the middle of it, knock it off. No. And you know, you expect, (laughs) you expect some of the young people out there who don't have the experience and don't have the knowledge and maybe don't have families and maybe don't have people that they care about that are being directly affected by this. You know, you expect them to have that kind of a feel, but you don't expect educated people to, to make these kinds of, these kind of harassment type 
claims against uh, the Chinese people. It's just, it's wrong. It's yeah. morally wrong. 100%. To, to blame this. This is not the time for that. Like you just said, this is a time for everybody. And if you want to, if you want to blame someone, it's uh, not the Chinese people. It's the government. I mean, it's it's a dictatorship over there. It's a communist government. The people have no choice over there. They're they're in lockstep. They have to follow what their leaders are saying. So when you want to get to it and go after someone, you can go after the government. But now's not even the time for that because right now yeah. it's all about getting rid of this thing, saving lives, and saving our cratering uh, economy. Yeah, and as much and you know, trying to at least figure out how to preserve, you know, more or less the way of life that the way of life, yeah, that we've that we've come accustomed to and that we would like to return to at some point. Which, by the way, fun little segue right there. Oh boy, which is why I found it was super freaking awesome to see the San Jose Atlanta United game tonight on the Atlanta United site. Hell yes. Uh, I'll take my fix any way I can get it. That um, was so much fun to watch. I, I voted I voted for San Jose. Uh, they put the poll up earlier this week. I'm really happy that they did. That game was bananas. I remember texting uh, you uh, yeah. pre-pod days um, <laughs> a year and a half ago now, maybe even more. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was, yeah, we, it was, we thought this game was done ago. and dusted. Oh, it was done. It was, it was, I, it was done at three to one. I, yeah. I was, I was like, that's it. It's over. You yeah. Know? Wando puts that in. It's, it's four one. Right. I think your text to me was I'm going to bed. No, it wasn't that I'm going to bed. It was that I was done because I remember <laughs> it was a Friday and I was at work. And oh. I was, it was still like I was watching it on my phone because I didn't have an I didn't even have the big iPhone at the time. I had the little one and I was doing. Not everybody out there in, in podcast land knows what it means to work in the film business, but I was doing all of this in between lighting setups on on a TV show. And I was doing everything I could to constantly sneak a peek at my phone. And this was before I had any, you know, I didn't have AirPods, so I couldn't, you know, I'm like. Oh, this is back in the through. ancient days. No AirPods. Oh, stop. I know. I'm running through a, a movie set or a television set with my phone. Good. And I know that after when it was 4-1, I put the phone down. I put the phone down. I, I, I think I, I locked the screen. I stuck it in my pocket. And I said, well, that's that. And I think that it was you that was like, uh. Turn that thing back on. This ain't over yet. Anymore. Uh, just not four one anymore. Just wild, wild turn of events. Um, that was it was fun to think, just rewatch think, that one again. And you actually yeah, got to watch it this time. I got to watch it this time. I got to watch. I, you know, and um, obviously the first half of the game. If you, if anybody out there in podcast land uh, did watch it tonight, you'll you'll know what I'm saying. But the first half was um, it was not a good game for us. Um, we were we were uh, we were. I don't want to say we were slow behind the ball. We were slow, just kind of slow on the uptake. Things just didn't feel like they were flowing as well. And you hear the commentator talking about how it's the worst team in the league versus the the best team in the league. And it was just, dude, he was blowing so much smoke up our asses, which is great. I remember, you know, two years ago, how, you know, how much hype there was behind us because we were doing so well and it was so fun. And it was like, but we still, we were in that race with the Red Bulls, you know, for the, for the shield and everything. And so it was like every point was really crucial and we're like oh yeah san jose that's an easy three points you know and then it wasn't no so, and that was right after joseph had broke the record and then he went on um that's right he had a little drought 
drought, <laughs> whatever. He he didn't score for a couple games, and then he goes gets a brace. Game drought. Um, yeah. and in this yeah. one, but in the most, but the most craziest of braces, you know. Oh, gosh, it's, you know it, it's strange rewatching this one because I I felt the same way you did when I when I watched it live, mm-hmm. and then rewatching it, I I didn't feel like we played all that badly. We actually had more chances created than than I remembered, and maybe that's because <laughs> I'm looking through it with rose tinted lenses because I know we're maybe gonna win bit, it, yeah, and I'm looking for the positives. <laughs> Um, no, I mean Tito's Golato, oh, and and then the goal line save. Tito's patented outside the box uh, oh, rocket yeah. um, goal of the year. Kind of well, mean, it was really similar course, yeah. position to, to that banger he had right. against uh, Orlando. Orlando and uh, bless yeah. Orlando supporters' hearts. I mean, <laughs> I guess they're already used to being six feet apart. <laughs> and that's just because the seats are empty, right? That's where you're going with that's, that. That's what I'm saying oh, okay. with that joke. Okay. Yes, yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't sure. I okay. thought, yeah, okay, good. Uh, <laughs> well, we we do have. There are a few other things uh, to talk about, soccer related, mm-hmm. and Atlanta specific related. Uh, not least of which being yes, anybody, um, anybody who has Joseph off the podcast at this point, because all we did was talk about the virus for the first time. <laughs> well, it's it's it's. Uh, it's kind of an important thing right now, but um, we can uh, we can hop over to uh, a little bit of Joseph talk now if you if yeah. you want. Yeah, look at that guy. I mean, so they snuck him in. Um, uh, you know, I I didn't know with I I know he's top level player, but with things going yeah. on, doctors hospitals just aren't taking well, anyone in. Well, that's the thing is that they were taking in, and I know this from personal fact because of something that was that we were trying to get scheduled a mm. surgical procedure but um i know for a fact that with acls it's important to act quickly because you don't want the muscles to atrophy you don't want scar tissue to form and you don't want, want anything to heal incorrectly so if anything what they probably did was i mean they probably used their influence you know saying hey this is a major league soccer player this is medically necessary this surgery needs to be performed you know, ASAP, and I'm glad they did it. I'm glad they were able to get it in. And I think get him out again before hospitals started to really fill Yeah. Up. I so, mean, they, uh, I, I saw a couple of weeks ago him post on Instagram um, flying somewhere. And right. now we know where he was flying to. He was going to <laughs> see the doctor that worked on Zlatan. Yeah. Um, I guess this guy's performed like 6,400 ACL surgeries. Yeah. Apparently, he does it. Won't work on you. It's he, that guy. He does it differently uh, than mm-hmm. the traditional doctor does. Uh, what that means, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, if Slaton was back up and running in seven months, I'll take that. I'll take it. Um, I saw him post something today. Still uh, in the rehab. I don't know where. I don't know if he's still up in Pennsylvania or or down here. But mm-hmm. I hope. Uh, I assume if he's in the hospital that he's three floors underground hermetically mm-hmm. sealed um <laughs> you know and yeah. then they they get the get the private jet up there i mean if we can take the private jet to go pick up spike feel like we can uh we can uber joseph down here in that thing oh yeah i'm sure if they if if they wanted to get him back here they would i don't think that that would be a problem uh at all but i'm you know at least again in my small amount of experience with my acl tear 
the important thing is, at least in the early time, is stabilization so that it can heal from the surgery. And then as soon as you're able to get moving, you got to get moving. So whatever they got to do to get his rehab going, I hope that they're able to do. And, you know, at least he's not having to sit at home and watch the games from his television. A-C-L. Or from the club seats, you know. Yeah. But... You know, maybe he's gonna. You know, he's able to spend some time. He's able to watch some game film if he feels like it. Or maybe he's just chilling. I think he's. I think he's fucking earned it. If he wants to just take some time. I mean, I know we had the off season. You're always training. Things are always going on. But you know what? If he wants to just take some R and R, I think he fucking earned it. Yeah. Uh, Joseph can't play. No one can play. That's Shut it right. down. Soccer gods have spoken. No, Joseph. No soccer. I, I had no idea that God was such a a big Joseph fan. I think this is a little bit extreme uh, of him. A uh, way to, to get him back without That's missing true. anything. We but should, uh, who am I to uh, judge how God does things? So, uh, it's the yeah. soccer gods. You know, they're, they're benevolent in their... Yet, they just don't... <laughs> they just don't want to have it. So, with this, I mean... With this whole virus thing, soccer, yeah. I, I feel like it's it's uniquely affected. I, I know NBA was the first league to come out and shut it down. MLB is going to shut it down. Uh, I imagine it's going to have an effect on the NFL. Um, yeah. But soccer, it's a global sport. One league affects another. You've got yes. interleague play with various tournaments, Champions mm-hmm. Leagues, and, and what have you, CONCACAF. Mm-hmm. Boy, this is it's going to get messy trying to figure out how I to even, I wouldn't want to be FIFA work right out all these schedules. Um, uh, sorry for your, uh, your reds. Um, Ugh, not yeah, being able well, to officially, uh, lift that trophy. They were, um, they were two games away. I mean, look, no one was ever going to catch them. I no, think we're fine. everybody, I think we're fine. everybody knows. Everybody knows. Yeah. Everybody knows who is the champion, so but still, um, It'll go down in the record book somehow. They'll There'll be some little movies. asterisk next to it. For what it's worth, Liverpool fans, maybe you should walk alone right now. Yeah, now's a good time. Not necessarily alone, but definitely six feet. Yeah, at least <laughs> you'll 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 never walk more than six feet uh, uh, apart from each other. That's right. <laughs> uh, this um, is, <sighs> but yeah, you know. But this, I was going to mention what you were saying about how this is a it's a global sport and everything like that. But you know. Correct. You know, tell me how you feel about this. Hmm. To me, you know, MLS in Atlanta is only in its fourth season. And crazy to think that. I know, isn't it? I know. It feels like it's been ten years. But I feel like I feel like MLS you know, definitely here, but I feel like MLS in the US obviously soccer in the US is a little bit fragile. And this well, because hold on, it's it may be the most popular sport in the world, but it's definitely not the most popular sport in this country. And I'm what I mean about it being fragile is that with one of the reasons why they shut it down, why they didn't do closed door matches is because like what we were talking about, which was that without the fans, there's no product, you know, or with, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, un- I understand what you're for? saying. It, it's not who the premier league. For? You don't have an $850 million television deal. You're relying on the gate. You're relying on concessions. That's right. 
if you don't have fans, yep. if you don't have supporters, then you don't have a league. And I don't know, that's obviously not the only reason why they didn't do closed door matches, but it, so that's what I'm saying is that, you know, I don't think that this is unrecoverable, but it does, I think it sucks the most for MLS having to stop. Yeah, it's going to. The NBA, the freaking NFL, college football, you know, Major League Baseball, golf, they're all going to be there. I feel like you could probably still golf. (laughs) <laughs> maybe just put your caddy well, you know far away but i thought they suspended the pga tour yeah they did but i'm just so saying if y'all wanted to make so, something happen you know what i mean though is that when this thing blows over they're going to come back it's always going to be there i don't necessarily think that mls won't but i was sort of at least a little bit aware of maybe some of the fragility of mls you know like if if they lose too much money because of the shutdown is there going to be any repercussions there Probably not enough to to really damage it because especially not in Atlanta. We're good. We're good. I think MLS is going to be okay. I do not think that every club, especially in the lower leagues, USL or the championship over in the Premier League, uh, League One and Two, look, there's going to be some clubs that are not going to survive this. To be real, there's going to be a few clubs clubs that are going to go bankrupt, can't pay your players, can't pay your staff. Like, you cannot weather this storm if this storm goes on for a long period of time um it's gonna it's gonna change things this it's gonna change the sport um Mm -hmm. and and how things are structured um Mm -hmm. from a financial aspect right um maybe you look at it that way as a pick up how do we start this up again two games two games in i think you just declare atlanta champions (laughs) um for sure yeah you give um you give, you it's give a Gordon, it's a two way three way tie between Heinemann Vela <laughs> yeah. uh, for the Golden Boot. <laughs> so you give um, right. So you give Sporting the Shield, um, but Atlanta we win um, the East, and then that's it. Well, I think we would be tied for the the Shield, would we not? We're perfect in MLS so, so far. I think that um, I think it's goal differential. Oh yeah, to. Sporting would have it. Hmm. Mm. Uh, nobody cares about the shield anyhow. <laughs> That's right. How many times do you win the shield and then not win the cup? Uh, I guess we could just play them. Um, <laughs> LAFC. <laughs> we could we could play them in FIFA for that. We could just have the last game in FIFA go. twenty. I, I saw esports. That's I, the answer. I saw that. Um, and this is one of the nice. There's been plenty of examples of of positivity throughout this. I saw. I think it was earlier this week or last week. Portland Timbers decided to get online with their players um, and play, I think it was the Union, whatever game they had scheduled, I can't remember. Uh, But anyhow, it was literally players versus players on on FIFA. And from what I heard, they initially kind of uh, overloaded EA servers. So that's how that's how jonesing people are for for a soccer fix right now. They're shutting down video game servers just to get a get anything. That doesn't, yeah, yeah. But exactly. I mean, that's look. At least I can only speak for me in in my life and and things that I turn to when I'm dealing, when I'm struggling with something, right. whatever that may be. Soccer is comfort food for me. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I will turn on the TV if there's a college game going. I I don't yes. care. Like I will watch. Yes. And 
I'm struggling right now because I my my comfort food's gone. Um yeah. and I don't yeah. want to eat what's on my plate. Yeah. I'm I'm well, not I, happy with what I've been served, but so <laughs> yeah, I mean, how are, I, how are you dealing with all this? Like you well, got no soccer. I know that's kind of a comfort thing for you too. What do you watch? What are you watching right now? Like if you had to just pick a movie, pick a series, pick something, what do you, what's your go-to? MasterChef. <laughs> <laughs> I am watching any competition I can get my hands on. And right now, any competitive Gordon thing at Ramsey, all. Gordon Ramsay grilling home cooks on whether or not they can make a decent meatloaf is the best thing I've got. Did you just say grilling? Grilling home. Okay. All right. Oh, oh, damn. That was like a perfect setup and I didn't pick it up. The yeah. world is ending, but the puns but are the not. The puns continue. No. Yes. I have been watching cooking shows. I have been, uh, not specifically cooking shows because that, that, I think that denotes the wrong, uh, the wrong thing there. I've been watching cooking competitions, anything I can get my hands on because, you know, and I'm, I'm watching old seasons of, um, the great British, uh, baking show. That one's nice. Um, I fancy myself uh, a completely uh, not baker. Um, <laughs> there's no way in hell I could make probably even a decent set of brownies. No, and I can't. Comes in a box. I can't bake. This is how bad I am at baking. I I, I swear to you, it's true. I baked no bake cookies. Like I I took no bake cookies <laughs> and I put them in the I don't oven. Even know what to say to that. I was like, it says it on the <laughs> Yeah, it, it says it in what, the title. What, what so, you just did? Were you feeling defiant I, that day? No, I, I just thought it's a cookie. I just thought it was a name. I, I don't know. What? In, Look, I, that's what, why I don't bake. I don't bake. I can a, cook. A kind of cookie that you don't bake? Oh, why would they call it that? I don't know. <laughs> I I can cook. I can I can cook uh-huh. pretty well. Uh, I just I don't I don't bake. No, here's the irony. No bullshit. I actually can bake a little bit because um, I can I can follow a recipe. But that's the problem is that unless because with baking recipes have to be exact. I can't believe I'm talking about this right now. Anyway, recipes have to be exact with cooking. You can do you know, it's improv. You know, you can kind of just throw a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And I don't I don't know how things fit together when it comes to, you know, cooking. You know, baking, it's like, OK, you got eggs, you got flour, you got sugar. There you go. Cookies. You know, see, but, I feel like the exact same way. I feel like I can just get assorted seasonings, throw that in the pan with whatever meat I've got, and it's going to be all right eventually. Be, yeah. And if but, not, I'll just add more flavor to it. It'll be all right. You know what, but baking's like a science. Like if you mess that shit up, is. there magical. is no just, hey, I'll just put a little more salt on it. And it'll be OK. Right. No, it's, it's done. Right. No, and it's and it's a little bit more. It's it's way more mathematical, and that you know I was exactly. a science and I English. Hate math. I was a science and English student, so that's you know that's kind of my ha, my bread and butter. <laughs> there you go. There's your fucking. Maybe, maybe the world should just end. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you know so, it's it's important. It's important to to laugh right now uh, no, as am, as much as yeah. you can. So it's it it literally. Anything competition is, is what I can is nice to me. I've been an athlete my whole life. I'm a competitor by nature, and um, you know I'm like, oh, you you uh, you raked those pile of leaves. I bet you I can rake a bigger one. Yeah, you know that's what I'm doing yeah. right now. I'm looking at my neighbor's lawn. I'm like, oh, he did a better weed whacking job than I did. Can't have that. Got to get my weed whacker out and do a better one. 
Oh, so. That was a, that was another surreal thing that I experienced today. I was just out working in, in the yard mm-hmm. and I saw my neighbors across the street talking to each other. One standing in his driveway, the other standing in his driveway and Normally just kind of talking there. loudly to each other across their yards. Mm-hmm. Any other day of the week, they're coming over and... Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's it's just bizarre. It's just a bizarre thing, you know. It, you know, you, you, you see on... Again, another... This is another example of it being quote over there but i've Mm. seen you know different cultures in different places you know like i remember with um with sars you know you would see these images on on the news and on tv and and now obviously on social media of the entire country you know walking around entire countries walking around with masks on and you're like wow that's weird that that's that's part of their daily life you know everyday life you wake up you brush your teeth put your mask on you know, and that's not something that we, it's like, oh, wow, that's, that's weird because it's so foreign and it's so different. And yet now, like I went to the grocery store today, I didn't leave the car because uh, <laughs> I just, it was not my turn, but I was looking around and I was seeing, I mean, one out of every two, three people were wearing a mask going into, going to the grocery store. And it's, at least at the moment, it's commonplace and it's, it's just crazy. It's just crazy to see that. Yeah, it's just, um, it's not the norm here. It, it never has been. It had, like you no. said, it's been something that we've seen on newsreels. Yeah. Um, and it's like, but we've never experienced something like this no. as a, as an entire country where other people kind of, kind of have, we, we've never had a hardship like this. We're very, very, very fortunate in this country. Some might say even arrogant. Yeah, you know, some may. Taken, that we've taken some of it for granted and that we've, well, you know. Maybe said, after well, this, maybe we, we realize people. we're not as um, invincible. immune um, and invincible as, as we as we think. Mm-hmm. If it can happen there, it can happen here. And lo and behold, it, it has. It did. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. Maybe after this, we're a little better prepared um, all around. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as a whole country with our, with our healthcare system, with... Mm-hmm. Our personal finances, mm-hmm. with what we fund, science, research, medicine, teaching. Yeah. Maybe, um, not, maybe this maybe fundamentally. down the CDC yeah. response teams, things like that. Yeah. Because that could never happen here. I, I, I hope yeah, we don't. Anyway. I hope we don't just live in paranoia, but it can't be, you know, okay, well. COVID's done, so let's get back to it, back to normal. I don't think there's a return to, to normal mm-hmm. after this. Um, I, I mean, normal, yeah, I want to get back to soccer matches and, and shaking people's hands and all that for sure, but I don't want us to just like just wipe this from our memories. Ah, that didn't happen. It's not going to happen again. Like This probably is not the last time we're going to deal with some sort of global uh, viral situation like this. Yeah. Um, no, so, I, I mean, at the very, very, very least, I sure that sure as hell hope that we learn something from all of it. And I say we, I mean we as an as an economy, uh, we as a as a society, we as a as a human race, you know, and as an individual, you know, it. I'm learning, you know, I'm learning uh, things about my home life, learning things about my personality, learning about how I can you know, interact with people, um, uh, you know, just, just in, in ways that 
you know, I've never in situations that I've never been put in. So I hope I hope that we all come out of this maybe a little bit wiser, a little bit more aware. Yeah, there's there's plenty of opportunity for that to happen, I think. Um, I think there's plenty of opportunity to see the best in humanity uh, and each other through all this. I mean, don't get me wrong. Someone's going to get stabbed over a roll of Charmin. Yeah, we're going to see some of the it's worst. It's going to happen. Well, I hope it's Charmin. I hope it, don't don't be stabbing somebody over like single ply to like go for the quilted northern like it's the good stuff if you're going to stab somebody. Nobody likes Angel Hard. No, no. So, you know, make it worth it. Um that was yeah, another interesting thing. Costco, here, here's my here's my segue pack. from from toilet paper stabbing. Um uh I read an interview with uh chief of police uh APD who said um, that crime is still up despite all mm. this this going on um, that, that crime is, is still happening um, but maybe we won't see any mass shootings since uh, we're not gathered in masses anymore <laughs> yeah and I and then on the flip side of the coin I saw this cool graphic on uh, on like science.com or something like that but it was a very cool graphic and it was showing how um, the air pollution, over oh yeah china. it was over china but i think that that's just because they'd had the longest time to to see the from the beginning to the to now um they were seeing how the the air quality had improved just in the span of i think i was over the course of three weeks um just simply by having there being a, a physical quarantine and people not driving their cars and people not breathing yeah. carbon the carbon dioxide out into the main part of the air um, that the air quality had improved by like 80% just in three weeks. That's going to go right back to crap again. But that's a, that's a crazy thing. That's, that's like what you would see if the country of China had been wiped off the earth. <laughs> I had to, sorry. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I wish I had movie quotes geared up in my, in my, uh, in my phone like you because uh, I, I well, so one of my favorites is when before this whole thing was really what it is now but yeah. when we were all just sort of speculating like you know not last week but the week before so like last wednesday when we were you know everybody on the movie that i was working on we all started talking about like oh my god what does this mean are we gonna work are we not yeah. gonna work what's going on and nobody really knew yet it was still so like Oh well, I heard that this this TV show is shutting down, and I oh I heard that this TV show is shutting down, and it was just it was still so like what are we gonna you know what's happening? Um, it, which by the way, it's it's good to see um, a number of these companies, um, Netflix, uh, Disney, Disney. Uh, stepping mm -hmm. up and saying okay, yeah. kudos, we're gonna fund uh, uh, this, and then uh, we're gonna donate this, and then we're gonna pay our crew uh, two weeks essentially mm -hmm. uh, sick leave. Yeah. Um, cause you know, uh, Netflix and chill brought to you by you and me. Um, so yeah, you're welcome everyone. Uh, but, and, um, yeah, just remember without the people like that's me right. and Glenn, I'm going to tell everybody out there in podcast land without the people like me and Glenn working on these TV shows, you're you won't welcome. have anything to watch right now. You're welcome. Speaking of watching, um, but one of my, what I was getting at. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, you, you cut out for a minute. So while you've cut out, I'm going to take yeah, the I'm opportunity good. to jump in <laughs> and say that what I'm watching right now um, 
is uh, I started Mr. Robot. Oh yeah, yeah, pretty Perfect. good. Um, it wasn't my intention a good time for a conspiracy theory. Yeah, it wasn't my intention to watch some sort of. Um, it, it is kind of apocalyptic from a, mm-hmm. a cyber standpoint, um, but uh, it's really good so far. Yeah, why don't you just watch Outbreak? You know, <laughs> or Contagion. Yeah, you know, the minute War Z in there for you. The day yeah. this all really, mm-hmm. really broke, I think it was that um, that Thursday after our match. We played on yeah. Tuesday, so then Thursday, like pandemics trending on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Like it comes right at the top of my queue. I'm like, oh, okay. guys, come on, yeah, poor taste. But what we so what I was saying. Yeah. No, no, no. It's fine. I was just gonna throw out my movie quote, which was from Men in Black, where he says, "A person can be smart, but people." Or what does he say? A person can be smart, but people are scared. Yeah. Why not tell scared. people? People can yeah. handle it. A, no, a person. A person is smart. People yeah. are dumb, panicky animals, and you know it. There it is. And that's, that's what was, true. Because what was going on was the toilet paper. It was the toilet paper craze. And, it, you know, it still is. But even now, it, was like, it wasn't like that. We we're like, why are people fucking buying toilet paper out the wazoo? There's a, there's a virus. Why aren't they buying out? You know, medical supplies. Why are, are you know? Are they getting? Well, those went pretty here? fast too. Yeah, but why toilet paper? Nobody knows. Still, you know. I don't know. Bread, I guess people just thinking basic going. commodities. I don't, I don't know. I mean, saying. look. That's a, what I'm saying. A week, uh, week and a half, or uh, two weeks ago or so, uh, we went out and did buy some things, uh, some supplies to be good for about a month. That's not because I was afraid of stuff running out. That was in preparation of if I contract this thing, I'm not leaving. I'm not going to the store. Now is not the time. You were going to do your civic, your civil duty and, and stay indoors to protect the rest of society. Exactly. I'm not worried about, I mean, I am worried about getting sick. Don't, don't get me wrong. I very much don't want to get sick, but I very much believe being a, a young healthy guy that I'll come through it. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know who I'll come into contact with and then who they come into contact with. I don't have control over them and it's irresponsible of me to, to go out with that kind of risk. Well, Glenn, it's as simple as what if you and I hung out, you know, that my daughter has slightly immunocompromised lungs and it could be something as simple as that, which is why I'm not going inside the store because I, you know, we were minimizing, you know, going and doing anything outside. You know, my, my daughter is not, is not going inside any stores. She's not, she doesn't leave the car, but we take her out so that, she, you know, she, she can uh, see some shun- sunshine and, uh, you know, hear the birds chirping. I mean, I don't want to get, I don't want to get too deep with, with this here, but it was, what do you, and it's something I've been wondering about with, with parents who have kids right now around that age, you know, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight years mm-hmm. old. Mm-hmm. What do you tell them? I mean, what, what do you say God, I can't, to kids? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, are they, uh, I mean, I know I'm your kids are, I know your kids are really young. Do they, That's is there saying. any kind of understanding of, of what's going on? People getting sick? Like, is there, cause it is, it's know. an abrupt change to life for them. They're, you're not doing the normal thing anymore. That's right. But it, and, but you know, I'm hoping that maybe, um, you know, okay. So a friend of mine, she's got four kids. One of them is like 10. Oh, um, man. so, so that's, a, so that's a kind of an impactful age. Um, you know, 
for something like this because he's obviously old enough that this is something that he'll remember. Oh, but for is sure. he gonna remember but is he gonna remember like the really horrific sides of it, you know, the fact that people were dying and that we were afraid to leave our homes and think you know, things well, like that. Or is he just gonna remember that there was that it was like a like having a snow day. Yeah, a bunch of time home with mom. Time. That's why I yeah. got nothing but respect for you. For yeah. for any of the parents out there, because you're having to create that world for them, this okay. world of positive. You can't let them see that th- this chaos right right mm-hmm. now. You mm-hmm. don't want that imprinted on them. Yeah, and that's got to be mom and dads are the warriors right now. That's for sure. That that's got to be so draining to just keep up that front all, all the all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I don't know. How, I don't know how yeah. you do it. Yeah, well, I mean, for me, you know, I have I have the four year old, you know, and he's in um, I, I want to call um, without getting into too much detail. He's in a type of preschool. And so it is it does um, disrupt his daily life. But at least with him, um, we're able to to keep that up. We are able to keep that up here. You know, my daughter being only under two, you know, not much of her daily life is disrupted other than mm. she gets mommy at home. Mommy gets to be at home for however long and brother is at home for a really long time. So, but yeah, these, these parents, you know, they're the ones who have kids that are just, you know, yeah. kind of that age of, of understanding and you gotta, you know, it's not going to, you know, things aren't all right, but you got to stay positive. I mean, it's like being an Orlando city supporter. It, <laughs> it's tough, man. <laughs> I mean, how do you go through every day knowing on. that it's just crap but you know what? We're going to be positive about it anyhow and hope for a change. Uh, for, for what it's worth, I think, I think COVID-19 ends long before Orlando City gets its, uh, gets its shit together. So um, uh, all, all kidding aside, I mean, I, I, I wish nothing but the best for, uh, for Orlando. Uh, and for, for, every, for everyone right now, this is, this is everyone... Um, and everywhere, uh, never seen anything like it. Hope to never again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just, I'm grasping for silver straws, um, where, wherever I can get them. Um, my comfort has been taken away from me. So now I'm turning to, um, old standbys like, uh, back to the future. Sure. Um, I've I been could, watching the Sandlot. Maybe we'll do a pod where I recite it front to back verbatim, every single word. Um, I could do that with a number of movies. It's a really useful skill that I have really at the top of my resume that only, I can watch a movie about five, six times, say it front to back, no problem. Only if you let me do the sound effects. Like <laughs> what? And what I mean by that, what I mean by that is, is I, I get to do live fully, Okay. Like literally, okay. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do like. I mean, like literal <laughs> live foley is gonna happen right now. What the hell is a gigawatt? Um. That was a gigawatt. Yeah, what we could that? use a DeLorean right now. I just go back in time, just a little bit, and uh, prepare us for uh, for this little coming storm. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it reminds me of another movie, actually, of, of how I've been feeling lately. Um, Good Morning Vietnam with Robin Williams. Yeah. Rest his soul. Um, funniest man 
to have ever lived. Oh yeah. Um, but I miss um, him every day. I watched Hook today, as a matter of fact. Oh, Hook's a Hook good standby. Today. Yeah. It it's, does not deserve its like forty percent Rotten Tomatoes score. Oh, get out I, of here I, with that nonsense. I read, yes, I read somewhere yesterday that like um, the skull of Cisco and Ebert, if everybody remembers. Oh, he panned that. it. He gave it a half a star out of he five. Panned like, it. Wait a second. Wait a second. You're talking about literally probably top five of my entire life. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Movie, oh yeah, that movie was so. It was so perfect in its purity. In its, well, I said it today. I was like, it was so pure of heart. Yeah, for, it just for, it, but I mean, innocence, and I, I, I totally nine, understand you. Or I was eight. Was I eight? Seven. I was seven when it came out. So it's for me, it was obviously hugely impactful. For an adult, yep. you're not going to look at it with the same with the same eyes as the eyes of a child, and you know the innocence of it. But to me, no, it was one of one of Robin Williams' best performances because you got to see the dramatic side and you got to see the comedic side, obviously. And it's such, it is such a beautifully warm movie. And it takes something, it takes a story that we all knew, and you were able to build on it. And now I've done my plug for Hook. But anyway, Bangarang. Yeah. Yeah, Hook's a good one. Oh, there you are, Peter. Oh man, don't. <laughs> oh, no. I know, I know. Okay. Um But Good Morning Vietnam, that's a Yeah, that's so a really great example of of a There's a you know, scene trying to trying to create levity in a time of of huge crisis. Exactly. And that's that's another one of my things that I turn to is I mm-hmm. I I make jokes of everything. It's it's yeah. my cope. It's what I do. Sure. Um, and that's, I think why I relate to that movie so much. Uh, but there's a scene where Robin Williams just can't do it. Mm -hmm. Um, it's right after, um, that, the restaurant bombing. The explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he comes into the, into the station, still blood and soot, like all over him. Mm -hmm. This just went down and he's got to get on the air and he's being told, no, he can't, um, he can't give the news. He can't say that all this happened. He's being censored left and right. He mm-hmm. gets into a fight and he says, fine, I'll, I'll just go do it. And he, he tells the line for a minute. He tries to, uh, uh, keep things light and, and airy and eventually he breaks down and just relays the news of what happened that day. And mm-hmm. then, um, he gets, he gets shut off and that's yeah. kind of like where I feel like I'm at with it right now. I can only, there, there's moments where I feel okay. Um, yeah. and, um, light and airy. And then there's, there's moments where I'm like, man, I just can't make, I can't make light of this. I can't, I can't, my normal strategy of making a joke ain't working so well here. Um, because it is that, that serious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause if you're like, if you're not taking it serious, are you, are you disrespecting, um, the people that are, are in the midst of the struggle and are you disrespecting the people that yeah, have, I'm having that trouble balancing because that. of this? So it's, it, yeah. And I'm yeah. having a lot of difficulty balancing that. I'll be honest with you. Like, yeah. like but I know I got is- to for my own mental health. You right. can't just be down in it all the time. But here's the thing, Glenn, and I'll and I'll tell you this now: the the fact that you're even having that battle means that you're a better person than a lot of people, because some people don't give a shit about anybody else; they only care about themselves. So the fact that you care at all about how your reaction to this crisis is impacting the people around you makes you a good person. All right. <laughs> Got me. And with that, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think we might have. Uh, I'm tapped out. I'm gonna I'm gonna tap out with 
with that yeah. one. I, I appreciate that. That's You're that's welcome. really that's really kind. <laughs> it's very thoughtful. Um, damn you. It's, it's just the way it is. It's yeah. I'm because I because I do care because I know people are struggling. Um, okay. Everybody's struggling. There's there's going to be some real heartbreaking stories come out of this of mm-hmm. you know single single parent families trying to struggle to make ends meet wondering you know what's going to happen are they going to be kicked out of their house are they going to be able to get mm-hmm. a job back fortunately i know that there's federal aid coming and I, I feel like there will be some safety nets uh put into place but still the stress this puts on you as as an individual yeah as a, a family if you no, have think- one is is just tremendous and like i said i got I, i'm very grateful to just have my dog mm-hmm. and no kids yeah <laughs> um i'd be a, but- i'd be a terrible terrible father i want to say that out right right now i would have <laughs> no. been a horrible father because i already no, have this I... ideal image of what my kid is going to be he's going to be a world-class <laughs> soccer player or an abject <laughs> failure and that's not good i feel like you should be supporting your kid in whatever <laughs> they want to do but i'm telling you right now if i have a kid my little guy comes up to me and says yeah dad i want to be a lawyer i'm like yeah okay well you yeah maybe i'll job. come to your graduation well, you but that's but about I think it if, you're, if your kid wasn't a world-class soccer player it's because he would have gotten kicked out because he'd be a vinnie jones type <laughs> just beat up everybody no but i think the, the the significance of this is that there is no one in this entire world that is not going to be impacted by this situation in some way yeah and it sounds and that's what makes it so otherworldly is that mm. this is never touched the lives of nothing has ever touched the lives of every single person on the planet at one time and that's the craziness of it. I know it sounds like a bumper sticker at this point, but it's true that we really are all in this together, together. whether we want to be or not. In our small community to the largest part of the planet. So um, we're going to keep this thing going. Yeah. Um, right now it's going to be. You know, I, I don't know week to week uh, what it's going to look like, but. Uh, we're not uh we're not, we're not going anywhere. Nope. This may not have been the five takes on the five stripes, but it was definitely a uh The show goes on. <laughs> it was We're not a... fucking leaving. No. We will we will bring you our opinions because that's what the five takes are about. We will find something else and, to and bullshit there, on for another and hour. There, and there will be some, some soccer news to, to come out. We'll certainly be following uh, Joseph's uh, recovery. Um, and I saw, yeah, I, and hey, maybe next week. You know, I saw a really fun little one-and-a-half-minute thing on Facebook about why that one guy, uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, that plays on the Galaxy, why playing with Zlatan was so unbelievably horrible. <laughs> we should definitely talk about that. Maybe Zlatan's um, rethinking his move over to Italy right now. Um, oh. God bless people of Italy. They're they're even worse off than we are right now. If hindsight was twenty twenty. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, um, we've rambled on a um, good bit longer than uh, than we yes, normally do. Is, we'll call this a five. The fives takes one hour special. Yeah. Um. Appreciate you listening. Um, sorry if yeah. I got a little emotional towards the end there, but uh, these are emotional it's a, times. It's, a, it's an emotional time. It's a hard time right now. That's right. Uh, but maybe, um, maybe, maybe hit us up on the tweets. 
yeah, if you guys, if anybody out there, if you've made it through this far, number one, thank you for listening. Number two, if, <laughs> if you've something... made it this far, <laughs> congratulations. Congratulations, I know. Good for you. But um, if you guys have out there in the five takes world have something you'd like to talk about, if you guys have some suggestions as to what's going on right now, soccer related, hopefully, because um, obviously we know everything else that's going on. But if you guys have some soccer related questions, comments, discussion ideas, lay them on us because we will we will gladly try to pick those up. Um, yeah, that's what us we with do the, about stuff. I'd be interested to know other people's comfort foods. Hashtag comfort foods. Tweet at us at the, at the five takes with that. Would, if you're not watching soccer and, and you're you love this game as much as we do, what do you what are you watching now? Like, what's your go to? Is it Iron? Is it Iron it. Chef or Master Chef or whatever that is? Or <laughs> or uh, are you watching uh, classic eighty sci fi? What are, what are you doing? Time. All right, um, Kristen, I got I got nothing but love for you uh, yep. and respect That's for you for for what you're for what you're doing over there, holding down the fort and the family. <laughs> um, see you in a few yep. days. Till the next time. All right, everybody. Thank you very much.